All right. Hey, welcome back to the Gopher CEO channel. Uh, so excited to bring you again, a CEO, a founder, an entrepreneur, an entrepreneur, someone that is really making a difference in the business world. And yes, I plucked her out of Clubhouse, right? So, you know, we've been building these relationships with so many people. And this lady really created a really cool brand. You could see it in the background already. And we're going to be talking about it. So Fab Women, Shana Kay, how are you? Welcome to the Gopher CEO channel. Hey, John, it's a pleasure to be here. I'm excited and I love what you just said. You plucked me out of Clubhouse. I'm going to have to use that. That is beautiful. But yeah, you, it's amazing the kind of connections you can make with people in, a, in this new beautiful platform. So thank you for having me. Yeah, no, social audio is changing the game. I know that uh, a lot of platforms that we are used to, right, the LinkedIn's of those of the world, uh, they're starting to tweak their model and, and add a little bit of video and live and audio. So yeah, um, Clubhouse has really changed the game. So look, you know, super excited to have you on. Um, you know, I know we talked a little bit offline and just uh, got to know each other and excited to just really kind of dive deep into really where go for CEO community, you're going to be learning some really cool stuff. You know, Shauna is not only a business owner, but she's also a speaker, world renowned, and, and just a lot of great things that she's doing. So stay tuned, stay, stay focused here. And for the next 30 or 45 minutes, we're really just going to dive deep into fab women. So, so Shauna, you know, can you share with us uh, the beginning parts, that idea, how did it flourish? You know, who did you think about when you were thinking about fab women and how did they get started? So, and I'll, Leave it up to you to get started. <laughs> Thank you. Back in the beginning, okay. So that that's really a, it's a great uh, question, great way to get this this started. It actually happened because of my my background. So I've always been in sales, and leave it to me to get myself in in a sales industry that are male driven. So my job in my last one was in financial services, right? So I've always been in sales. And of course, one of the things they talk about is you got to go network. So what they tell you, though, in sales, and I don't necessarily agree with this anymore, is have business cards, go to an event, hand out, hand out your business cards, collect business cards, come back, call. And out of so many calls, some people will say yes, set up a one-on-one, -on -one, and you're going to close business. John, does that sound familiar? Does that, <laughs> does that, does that formula resonate, right? Yeah. Okay. It was, it was super exhausting just to say this to you right now. Right. Yeah. So I um, kept on thinking there's got to be a better way, but because my manager knows better uh, what I tried doing. And what I noticed is um, at that time I was, um, yeah, 2014, I, I had I was single with two kids and Latina in a male-driven industry. You know, only me does things like that. Um, so I decided to go to women's networking groups or and I wasn't really familiar with that. And what I found was it was there was nothing against a particular group. And I will never say anything negative, but what happened was I found that there were women that looked the same, you know or women that were already in little groups or knew each other. And it felt a little, for lack of better words, clicky. I didn't mm -hmm. fit in. Now, because of my background, and we haven't even talked about my crazy background, but I've always not fit in. This, that's just part of my life. So I didn't fit in. So I had to, something had to change. And what I didn't know was going to happen was because I started doing, you know, when you do financial services, you do a lot of workshops. 
Um, so I decided instead of going to events, let me just create a workshop and bring people over, invite, invite women over to talk about women and money, women and finances. And one of those, and honestly, I still remember the title, it was building your finances and your home from the ground up, or organizing your finances and your home from the ground up. And I had a, I had a home organizer and I was doing the finances. And we had a great time doing this presentation. And the ladies, I had like 10 people. And the ladies came over and asked, when is the next one? Now, I got to tell you, me, when they say, when is the next one? I was about to say, this was a one-time one deal. What do you mean the next one? <laughs> my my co-host or partner in that presentation looked at me. She goes, oh, she'll be doing this every month. And I'm like, what just Exactly. What just happened? And that is the beginning. That was back in 2014, but I was working full time. So I didn't jump into this entrepreneurial world full time till 2018. Mm -hmm. So um, 2014 is where that idea of starting a, a meeting, having people come over, it, it just it just grew from that. Now, if you want me to go in a little deeper, I can, or you can ask me questions um, and and walk me through it. But I, I, you know, I can talk about fat women all day long. <laughs> no, yeah, no, I, and I think I, I, that's really good point there, right? So you, you start to, <clears throat> you almost get influenced by someone else based on something that you proactively did, right? So you proactively yes. got a meeting together, and all of a sudden, someone else talks in your ear and goes, "Hey, commits you to something." You're like. Hmm, that's an idea, right? Maybe it's so yeah, let's let's go a little bit deeper. So in that transition of thinking, hey, this was just a one-time thing. I'm in financial services, it is what it is. And all of a sudden you get this idea. Take us through those next steps and, and what you started to see as a value that you could bring to the marketplace. What I noticed, or when the ladies asked when is when it's the next, is they were having fun right? Mm. It's something I do. People say, I, I like my speaking coach, she's like, Shana, I can train people on speaking and talking and doing things. I can't train them on bringing the audience in, on being magnetic, on having energy. Apparently, that's what I have. <laughs> so I don't know, you be the judge of that, right? So um, the ladies were having fun. And it, it, because I'm a mix of things, I'm very diverse. It was a a diverse group of ladies, and it was only 10 of them, but they actually stayed after the event, which was, according to a networking marketing guru, one of the best signs of a good event is that people stay after. That is the Maybe. sign that, you know, they're not bolting for the door. They're like, hey, let's, let's exchange names, uh, cards, let's do lunch, whatever. So I enjoyed it, and I wanted to do more. But as you know, with financial services, there's something called compliance. And it is a very hard thing to get through compliance. So what started to happen is I had to start making decisions because every topic, not necessarily that I was speaking on, but I was bringing a guest on, had to get approved through compliance. And I started to feel like my, my hands were tied. So mm -hmm. I wanna say is, People ask me, how did you know it was time? I'm like, I didn't necessarily know it was time, but things start happening that make you uncomfortable, you know, and it's just make, it, make you feel weird of, of some sort. So that was the, the first thing, right? So I, I decided there's, there's more to this. Now, I had an idea. 
maybe the idea was bringing women together that are diverse, that are unique, that come together and feel included. There's no caddy, there's no competition, there's no clickiness, there's just us and, and embracing who we are. How, how do you do that? How do you create that? That's where the brand started to develop. And before you have a brand, you got to have a logo, right? And you notice this logo, you notice my brand on Clubhouse, right? Uh, and I was like, so I will, I will tell you this little, it's a funny story. Uh, someone said, Shauna, this is, this is what you're going to be doing. I'm like, I'm, I can't, how in the world I'm going to make money out of people coming? And they, I actually pay for the lunch, right? Because when you host an event, normally you pay for lunch as a free event. So she's like, don't worry about it. First, think about the logo. I'm like, a logo? What in the world? So I kid you not, my kids were with my ex-husband and then it was a weekend. Um, and I'm like, okay, how hard can it be, right? I had already come up with the word fab women because the event was called Fab Friday. Mm. And the reason I called it fab is because it was fabulous. I love the word. In Spanish, it's fabulosa right? F fabulous. It has a, a, has a good ring, right? Yeah. So I said, okay, fab, fabulous women, fabulous women is long, fab women. We went with that. So I sat and I went through, do you know that there's thousands of sites that have logos? I had no idea. I just searched <laughs> company logo. And then all of a sudden, and then everything started to look the same. Because you can you can design it, you can do it, you can. I mean, you're laughing because you know my you know my pain. I tell you, I normally don't drink wine. I had I think a couple bottles of wine and a lot of tears, and I'm like, this cannot be that hard. But they all look the same. There was nothing unique. I finally came up with something. I accomplished it. Forty eight hours later, I'm excited. I have a logo, and I'm exhausted, but I'm excited. My daughter, my 13-year-old daughter comes in after being with her dad. And I'm like, Bella, Bella, look. She's like, what? I said, I made a logo for Fab Women. This is our first step. And she looked at that with her little 13-year-old thing going. And she's like, and she looks at me. She goes, that's what you think a Fab Woman is? I'm like, I just couldn't believe it. I was like, what? And so I, as the good mother I am, said, oh, you think you can do better? Show me. You think you could, you know, I was challenging her because, you know, of course, that's a mature thing to do. 10 minutes later, she comes down with the original art is on my website and she created this beautiful logo. And then it still brings tears to my eyes right now when I when I share it. And then she proceeded to explain to me why she drew what she drew. And then when the logo had the why behind it, that's when it became real. Wow, what an incredible story! And, and the, the joining of your genes, right? The, your 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 <laughs> offspring, right? And bringing that you know that thirteen year old spitiness to it, so it's pretty awesome. So really, really cool. And and look, you know, I, yeah, many people I did I was smiling because many people you know struggle uh, with that, even just the logo. You know, the entrepreneur side is is no easy task, right? Uh, you start to grow and start to think of these ideas and. And how do I put it this? And what do I brand there? And how do I message here? And how do I go market there? So interesting stuff. So, so take us through now, let's, uh, you know, you start doing these weekly events, these fab Fridays uh, with fab women. 
you know, what, what was when, what was the time that you started to say, okay, Hey, I, I really do have a business here. Uh, and then some of that transitional period, I know that you said it was around three or four years, right. From 2014, when you kind of first 2018, started. 2018. Yeah. So yeah, about four years. So yeah. walk us through maybe that, that highlights of the four years of the mile markers that maybe touched where now I know I can go on and, and, and I'm ready to kind of launch my own thing. Okay. I will with this full disclosure. Mm -hmm. I'm this kind of person that once I get an idea, I'm like, this sounds great. Let's do it. I didn't really think through a lot of it. And I think a lot of times, especially women, um, when I do some of my presentations, we're driven by passion. Mm -hmm. We don't think about the financial parts of it. And remember, I'm, I'm single with two kids, right? And I had a full-time a full-time job. And actually in financial services, I did very well. Um, and so it wasn't, Fab was like my, I love what I was doing, but it wasn't really a business. It was a, it, it wasn't a, a hobby. hobby. Yeah. It was yeah. a business, but it was not sustainable. And, mm. and there's still times that I'm like, what the heck did I do? Um, so I, I will give that disclosure because people say, ask me a lot of times, when do you know you're ready? And I'm like, don't do what I do because it, it, I, I do crazy. Okay. And then it's like someone <laughs> says, Shauna, you jump and you figure out how to fly on the way down. And, and it works. Sometimes it works. For some people, it doesn't. So that's the big disclosure. I think what started to happen was a couple of things. One of them was um, compliance, right? So one of them was every time I tried to do these events, there was issues with compliance. So that was the, the one thing. I decided then to leave financial services. Um, things, things weren't clicking and I'm a woman of faith. So for me, it was God. And, and I, I, will, I do not impose my religion on anyone, but I cannot take away from mine. And it was, it was making me uncomfortable where I was doing the same things over and over. Something had to change. Something that I love, which was being in financial services, was no longer my passion. I was more excited about speaking in public and having these workshops, these meetings with women than I was about financial services. So I knew something had to change. I switched jobs. I went into banking um, because they, they worked with me. They're like, banking, networking, you have a networking group. This is beautiful. It was, it was a marriage, right? Because I can highlight the bank. So I wore both hats. I was the, the bank person and I was the found, founder of Fab Women. Um, things started to evolve when I think more and more women started to come to the events. When it was no longer me sending out an email to someone, but now I was spending hours copying and pasting and changing names and doing all this crazy stuff. I mean, you, you hear me, right, John? So because it wasn't five people or 10 people, but now it was 20, then it was 30. Then it was someone coming up to me going, hey, I heard you have this Fab, fab Friday and whatever, and I wanna be a part of it. How do I come? So there were events, they were paying for the event. The event really, they were paying because I had to pay for the food. It was simple. I think it was 2017, maybe 2016, 2017. When someone came up to me and said, I love this, I've been coming to these for you know, the last six months, you always have great speakers, how do I belong? Mm. Again, me, 
I was about to say belong. What do you mean belong? Just keep coming, right? Okay, so, and it's funny because right now when I share this with you, I'm like, yeah, that happened. At that point, I did have a business coach though. I did get someone when the, when the logo became real and when the idea of how do I proceed, I was smart enough to think, I have to think of someone that's been ahead of me, someone that can guide me because if not, you know, what do I do with this? It just stays as an idea, as a fun get together. And there had to be more. So I was like, belong. And I kind of looked confused. And my business coach was next to me. You see, that is good. He looks out for me. And she said, we're working on a membership platform. And then the lady, she's like, great, count me in. I'm excited. Uh, and I would say, that is really, that was right before 2018. So 2017, it started to evolve. It started to have a different feeling. We were now looking into a membership. I needed someone to help me with. It was no longer, Shauna has an idea and it magically happens. And I had some friends helping me. Now we started to think I needed systems. I needed something. I needed, I couldn't just send out emails. I couldn't just say, hey, next month, we're going to look at doing this. It had to be planned. And I think that was the, those highlights for those years. No, that's a big turning point, right? Uh, and again, how cool is it, right? Uh, your daughter influences the brand. And then someone that's been attending for six months tells you like, hey, Shana, you have a business here. Like charge me something, right? uh, become become part of something, get some revenue going. So really, really cool stuff. So, so now look, you, you even changed careers inside the financial services industry, but you kind of found something that suited you better and, and worked with what you were doing in the banking world. So, so help us get to where like you make that decision, right? Uh, it's that X factor, you know, a lot of people in America and around the world are building side hustles, they call it, right? Mm -hmm. um, and, and building small to medium-sized businesses outside of their nine to five. And, you know, we always say, you know, nine to five pays your bills, you know, typically six to 12, right? Or somewhere in that uh, range uh, builds your destiny, builds your fortune, all that type of stuff, right? So what, what, what was the defining moment when you finally said to yourself, okay, I think I'm going to go from this nine to five, which, you know, security, single mom, you know, you need to pay bill, all that type of stuff. You know, what was some of those defining moments? And then we'll get into the, you know, the other, you know, deep levels of the business side of things. Oh boy, deep levels. I don't know if I'm ready for that, but we can try. I think it was, I really was happy. The bank was fantastic. The people I worked with were fantastic. I did a lot of networking. I was um, their business manager, not business manager, relationship business manager. So I went out, opened, did accounts, brought the community in, um, hosted some events under CNF, So, uh, which was the bank I worked with. Um, I think what a couple of things started happening. When I would go to a networking event under bank hours, people would go, oh, Shana, fab women, I'm coming to your event. So what started to happen is because I do networking and I actually wrote a book about networking from all this is I started to have to wear two hats because I would say, yes, um, but right now I'm on bank hours. So right now it's all about seeing, you know, all about the bank and that's what I'm doing. I'm, I Integrity is huge for me. And I also would never want someone, and unfortunately, and we see it all the time, all you need is one bad person, right? And I didn't want someone that saw me in an event, go back to the bank or to my boss and say, she was at an event under bank hours. 
but promoting her business, right? Started to get that way, but I would never do that. That is not who I am. So I always promoted the business first. And then I say, hey, but tell me about Fab. I say, here's the card we can talk at off, off working hours, right? So, and, and I, loved the, I loved the bank, but again, I started to get uncomfortable. Uh, Fab was pulling me because it required more of my time. So I felt like I wasn't giving 100% to my employer and I wasn't giving 100% to Fab Women. And now because of Fab, a few people will say, hey, can you speak at my play? You know, I have a chamber or a rotary or whatever. And I love what you're doing with women, with empowering women, um, you know, that kind of thing. And so a lot of those little pieces started to happen and I figured something had to give. So again, major disclosure, do not do what I did. <laughs> I had support from my mom. My mom is like, I believe in what you're doing. Here's a chunk of change help with help your business. It was just enough to, to give me you know, a few months of security per se. So I, I went with that. And then I thought about what is the worst thing that can happen, right? Um, and what I, I remember is a book I read and it was about what is the worst thing that can happen? If everything flops, I am professional enough, good enough and proven myself in the corporate world that I can apply for a job in banking or in mortgages or in financial services and get a job because I know what I'm doing. But if I don't try this, I'm gonna live with what could have been, right? So that, I think that was the, the biggest thing is that, that I don't wanna live with regret. I've I lived with regret before, I don't like the feeling. So, um, and I think by then, and, and again, I'm not sure about the, all of the pieces, we had decided what FAB stood for, right? And so it's FAB Women, but FAB, the acronym stands for Fearless, Authentic, and Bold. So it's mm. fearless, authentic, and bold women. And as I was going through this in my head, my other part of Shauna was going, how are you fearless, authentic, and bold, and you're not stepping into this? So it again, it was one of those things. And then December of 2017, I guess that's when I said, this is it. I'm going to start 2018 New Year with doing fab women, doing the speaking. I hadn't created my speaking stuff together yet, but I knew I could do that. I loved the public speaking and I jumped and, and you know, and, and built, tried to build my wings as we go down. I come to realize that there's many different variations of wings, but that's for another day, <laughs> another story. But that's yeah. kind of what happened. I love it. I love it. Really, I mean, you, you really kind of, the twists and turns of your mind, the, the pull of like, can I do it? Can I do it? You know, then people reassuring you, right? Uh, your mom being a, a great factor. I mean, sometimes we all need that, that one person that just believes in us. Uh, even though you had all these women coming to your event, you still needed, you know, a little bit more of, of just kind of that push, right? Uh, and even a little bit of that funding, even though it's bootstrapped and through your mom helping you with some of that, uh, it, it really felt uh, so genuine. That's so cool. What a great story, you know? So you've taken us through, you know, idea, 
and trying to get something on a, on a Friday, then all of a sudden you figure out like, Hey, yeah, I have a business. Your, your daughter kind of crushes your dreams after 48 <laughs> hours of a logo. And then she comes up with it. And then you mix that in and boy, someone comes out of the ether that has been joining your, your uh, events for six months and goes, Hey, can I join? Can I be a part of something? And now you start developing that for the next few years. So so help, help us understand one thing that is big in business, especially with a brand like yours, what were some things with that business coach, which is such a huge moment for you um, to be able to be aware and self-aware that you needed a business coach. So ladies and gentlemen, you know, that is a big, big deal. Find someone that you trust, find someone to be able to teach with you and work with them to be able to really grow what that idea and business, uh, you know, flourishing from there. So Help us understand a little bit about kind of the, um, the, the protection side of things. Did you start to think, well, hey, I've got fab women. I've got this logo. Did you, you know, start to put some mechanisms to be able to protect the brand itself? And then how did you yes. go to market with it? Yeah, so, and that actually happened because remember, I've, I've been in mortgages. I was a financial, in the financial services industry and now in banking. So I knew enough. So honestly, as soon as I had the logo, and then the next step was digitizing the logo, I hired someone that was part of my networking group, you know, or part of the circle I was in um, to do the logo. And she took my daughter's concept beautifully and created this logo. And she put my daughter's signature on the logo. So everywhere the logo goes, if you blow it up, my daughter's signature is at the bottom of the star. Um, so that this is someone I now I continue to work with, by the way. So because I know enough about the financial world, I the first thing I did, and I didn't have to pay anyone because I knew how to do it, is get your tax ID number uh, or your EIN, um, create the L I, uh, LLC, had my uh, articles of organization, have all that paperwork. Uh, and again, because I had a business coach and a mentor, uh, um, the other thing that was huge is even though the brand is small and it's still small, it, globally speaking, right? Protect my logo, protect the brand. And how was I going to do that? And I hired someone that does IP, intellectual property. And uh, we worked on trademarking the logo. And I got to tell you, for anybody that's out there, do not try and do that yourself. That is not, I mean, that is, you know, I don't know if people have heard, have heard of the book, the, the Big Leap. Your zone of genius, it is not let the professionals do it because there were at the beginning, someone said, oh, you can just go to the trademark online and check this out. I looked at that and I swear I was in tears. And one thing <laughs> I've learned through this journey <laughs> is if you're trying, it doesn't mean you can't do it, but if it's taking so much effort and it's frustrating, what would start to happen with me is it will remove me from the things that made me excited. So if I got myself into that rabbit hole and I couldn't figure out a problem, I would forget or not want to do the stuff that I wanted to do because my mood had changed. I'm like, I'm not going to let this happen. I'm going to find an answer because I'm that crazy and determined, right? So when I went in there and I'm like, no way, uh -uh, there's somebody else and I hire someone. So I promote, there are things that when you grow your business, you've got to have someone in the outside. You've got to spend the, the money to be able to protect it. So that's what I did. So I trademarked the logo, LLC, business insurance, whatever it took. Um, and like I said, that's, 
you got to have a mentor. And if and, and John, if I can say something for people that are starting out or growing, there's a lot of uh, I'm in Virginia. There's a lot of free services out there that are like SBA, the Small Business Administration, I, that I did not know about. And I love my business coach. Her and I are still together. Um, but now I say, try, if you can't afford something, find out what's out there that the community, that the county, that the government first can support you with. And then when you have the funds, hire out, you know? So it's, it's tricky. Those are the things that you don't know until you're in the middle of it or someone have, has found out. So that's kind of what I did for, for the business and the protection. Yeah, no, great organizations uh, like SCORE, right? Yes. Uh, former executives that uh, now, you know, volunteer their time through SBA, those types of things. Uh, really great stuff. Yeah, I mean, and nowadays, I mean, yeah, you're right. I mean, you know, I took a, a test called Strength Finders a long time ago. And, oh, I love that. You know, I did too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And it was such a great revelation of the things that I know I'm really good at. Um, it helped me to kind of cultivate. And then I try to, yeah, you know, even my wife, my wife is more of a multitasker. I think that's more of a, a gender thing. <laughs> so, uh, but I really try to stick into things that I'm good at. And I, I tell her, I'm like, look, babe, this is giving me a headache. Like, I just, I can't, I don't know how to do it. So, or I don't want to learn, but I, there is a push of trying to make sure that you have a understanding of it, but then also, so you don't get taken, right. Uh, yeah. So someone doesn't take you, but, um, but in general, yeah, I mean, you know, we should all really be working in our zone zones of genius. So, so, all right, <clears throat> you, you've got this, you know, career that you had in banking and financial services in different areas of the, of the world, uh, of that world, you, you build up fab women, you're also uh, genuinely creating a speaking type of persona as well. So what are the revenue uh, avenues within Fab Women? So we understand kind of the services that you provide. On, on, there's really maybe three, if I think, because remember, it's, it's going through a process, right? Fab has changed and it's evolved. And then last year, it changed again because we mm -hmm. went from in-person to virtual with to be honest, to me, was the best thing I've done um, in adjusting with that. But if we were talking about revenues, of course, it's membership. So I, I noticed that a lot of networking groups, like a BNI, for example, or other, other specific chambers and things, you had maybe a joining fee. So you paid a joining fee, which I did at the beginning, I tried. And then members, when you come to an event, members pay a discounted rate versus guests. Guests pay a, a bigger for like a lunch or a breakfast. Um, at one point I thought about it. See, this is where the craziness comes in. So I have an um, online business manager and I've learned enough now that I don't just say something. First, I go back to her and say, is this possible? And then when she says it is, then I'll take it, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll announce it to the world. So at one point we, we tried that. The thing with membership is the retaining right and the the people coming in out you cannot please everybody and i do try i did try i now i'm learning that in order to take this to take fab women to the big scale i gotta understand that it's not personal and that i cannot please everybody and there are people that are like this is no longer a fit for me and it's okay right mm -hmm. i gotta respect that so I had to learn not to take things personally. So back to the revenue, I think at the beginning it was paying the joining fee, then you pay when you come, you're a member, you pay a better rate. Then 
people complain about this, they say this, whatever. So after a while of playing and tinkering with different ways, I came up with this idea is no joining fee so much per month. That's it. And it includes everything. So you're in, you pay. So hopefully with the idea that then I know what's coming in every month, as opposed mm -hmm. to, I didn't know what was coming in because people were coming and paying for the events. So I had a kind of an idea, but it wasn't recurring. So with the membership, and this is something new, this just happened maybe actually last year when, when I went to the online presence is when I did that flat rate, go in, you pay this, everything's included. Um, and that's the revenue model right now. And it's through membership um, sponsorship. So I, I have sponsors for my events and then I have an all day event that I have bigger sponsors for. And then of course guests, because guests pay a much higher fee than a member rate. And the idea behind that for me is why pay $45 to come to an event when you can pay $37, which is what I've got right now, and be a part of the community, hmm. right? And, I, and, and so most of the time, that's how I grab someone because what do they have to lose, right? I'm not saying you're gonna pay a joining fee, you're gonna stay here because you're financially obligated. I wanted to remove that because I want women in our community that want to be there. I love it. Yeah. And you know what? The MRR model, right? The monthly recurring revenue really adds a lot of value to fab women, right? Uh, it's something sellable, right? Uh, you have this recurring revenue that uh, one day, I mean, you could sell hey, it. Hey, right? I, I like the way you're thinking. Yeah, we might have to talk <laughs> offline and give me some some more of those ideas because again, it's 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 all trial and error. And, and yeah. as entrepreneurs, whatever business you're in, um, no, it's trial and error, um, John. But what I would say too is be okay with evolving, with change yeah. and be okay with people saying, but it's not like it used to. Well, it shouldn't be because as you grow in business, as you grow as a person, it, it's a good thing. It's a, I have people that maybe are not happy because I'm not doing the, the in-person local events. I'm doing something local in person, but it's not necessarily the same way because we have a beautiful online community. Yeah. So it, yeah. It, it's just, you know, it, do what aligns right with you and, and embrace those changes. No, I love it. You know, I, I follow a guy named Ed Milet. You might have heard of him with uh, Max Out Community on YouTube and very successful in financial services, uh, but also created this huge following, through, I think two or three million followers on YouTube and blah, blah, blah. And he talks about, you know, you know, the like I'm 45, my 44 year old shouldn't be the same at 45. And at 46, I should be different coming up in December. My birthday is in December. I shouldn't be the 45-year-old anymore. If you're truly evolving, some of us get stuck, you know, for 10 years, 35 to 45, being the same person. And uh, and so is business, right? Fundamentally, Fab Women still believes and is still the, the foundation of everything is what Fab Women is. But how you change, how you move, how you how you pivot, you know, nowadays that word is so big, um, is just very essential. So really, really cool. And I think you also have a, a pretty strong uh, uh, speaking uh, side of things too, right? Can you share a little bit about that and how that other revenue source is? 
Um, yeah, it's it's evolving uh, because again, the speaking industry did all kinds of crazy stuff last year. And yeah. I, I remember I have a speaking coach, see, and um, and she's another powerful, amazing Latina woman. And I remember uh, when everything changes because I speak on networking and the art of connecting and the art of connecting cross culturally because I'm I'm diversity as it all comes, right? I'm a, I'm a melting pot myself, and I remember whining to her like oh my gosh I won't be able to do what I've been doing because I'm about engagement about interaction and this and that and how am I going to do that virtually you know I don't have the energy I need the energy of the audience I need to see how they're looking I need to and she's like do you know what I hear and I'm like why she goes I heard a lot of I and I'm like huh she's like it's about them not you I'm like okay, it's about them, but if I can't do it, you know, and, and, and she's like, it's about them. So when you look at that little blue, blue light, like I'm looking at right now, I have to imagine that I have a room full of people and I'm giving them my energy and, you know, now I'm exaggerating. Right. And it's in a coach, she coached me through it and I became a certified virtual speaker. And I got to tell you, it, it is a huge change because you, it's hard, it is really yeah. hard. And then my events now are that way. So it, this is still an evolving process. Um, speaking on its own, it's not necessarily sustainable because unless you're very, very, very well known and you've booked yourself out, it's a one, yeah, people are like, oh, but you get paid 5,000, 7,500, whatever. Yeah, but it's not a every month, right? Mm -hmm. It's a, they need you and then you're done. So what is it that you're doing afterwards to keep them or how are you getting referrals from it? And I, and John, in all honesty and in the authenticity of who I am, I'm figuring that part out. Like I have two books out like, and I was like, again, selling books from the stage. And someone's like, Shauna, you got books. They want more of you, sell them a book. You know, um, I'm creating a group not coaching, consulting about how do you network? How do you position yourself? How do you sell? So it's an evolving process of that. What I will tell you is it's helped me. Fab Women is the, is the and we talked off screen on this, is the foundation, is the platform that's allowing me to spring forward because people want to know, why am I listening to you? What are mm -hmm. your credentials? If I tell them that I'm Spanish, Jewish, American, Catholic, they're like, okay, she knows a little bit about diversity, right? If I say that my community of fab women is, you look at a picture and you have women from all over backgrounds, different colors, different sizes, I embrace diversity. I can talk about diversity. If I created a networking group to empower women, surely I can speak on networking. So that's kind of what, my ahas are happening right now. And how do I use that to position myself in the speaking world or training or consulting world? I love it. Yeah, no, look, you, you've got different facets and uh, how you've been able to kind of coordinate that within the Fab Women uh, brand is pretty spectacular. So kudos to you uh, and, and everything that you're I'm, doing. And, I'm trying, uh, I'm trying. <laughs> hey, hey, you know what? That's the first effort. The, you know, they say, right, uh, your best ability is availability, right? Uh, because 
if you're not available to try to at least get in the game to part of being, you know, a, a winner, a lot of times is getting on the field, right? Not staying in the stands. Uh, and, and you had to go through that metamorphosis in that process, right? It, being a financial services, you know, professional, then into a banking side of things, and then finally push right into, uh, into being the leader of fab women. So fantastic stuff. I love that, you know, we've gotten into it and it, I feel like we can go four hours, right? Uh, I just have enjoyed yeah, I don't the think off- our, our listeners would like that, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll keep it shorter, but, um, but you know, one of the things that we do is on the go for CEO channel, we want to see you every six to 12 months. We want to learn and be a part of the growth that fab woman is going to go through for the next year, two, five, 10 years. So that's kind of one of my visions of go for CEO. I want to build a tribe around you specifically fab women and your, and your actual interviews um, that I hope that people are like, just, you know, emailing me like, Hey, when are you going to have Shauna on back again? What, what is she going to talk about next? You know, blah, 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 that type of thing. So uh, we're also evolving. This is kind of a, a free channel for me right now, just spending my time interviewing great people like yourself, you know, but one of the things that we do to end our interviews uh, is typically CEO. So you're talking about client experience, employee engagement and operational excellence. And, and my community is really gotten to a point where all different industries that I've been able to interview, they really learn at the very end, kind of taking everything we've talked about in the interview. And we'll talk about in other interviews into that, those three areas. So if you could take 15, 30 seconds and just talk to us about how fab women and how Shauna really delivers on a value proposition for client experience. So um, client experience, uh, if I was to talk about fat women, is the member experience. So what, what value am I providing to them? How am I keeping them engaged with, with me, with the brand, with what services we're doing? What are the things? And I keep telling them it's not about me. It's about them. So I keep doing things like surveys or ask, you know, asking questions, uh, bringing in leadership, bringing in, calling members and saying, what is it that you like? What is it that I could do better in? Um, it's sometimes they don't want to talk to me because they don't want to hurt my feelings. I have, I have established leaders and we've created like little, what we call fab pods because we don't like any other, we have to have fab in there. So we established fab pods and they're my leaders and they will talk to the specific, maybe 10 women and say, what are some things that we can improve? And then I listen and then I make a decision. What, what can we make these adjustments? Are they, are they worth it? So that's the client experience, the employee engagement. Again, I have, it's not employees. I have um, independent contractors. It's back to, I bring them all together. We, even though everybody's doing something different, I'm a big believer in team building. I'm a big believer in that. Mm. So I bring them in and say, okay, we're all talking about this. This is the one thing we're working on. And instead of me giving everybody different assignments or being the messenger, I bring them all in and say, okay, let's let's brainstorm through this and, and make sure that they're all included. Make sure that, the, that we get the, the brains of everybody. So that's my C, that's my E. What was my O? Yeah, no, uh, operational excellence. So uh, just, you know, kind of the way that you've talked about some of the structure that you've put together, how you're maintaining this membership. What are some of the things that if you take a, a step back, and you say, what's the value prop of how you run Fab Women? That is a good one. And <laughs> I would have to really think about, I think it's, it's back to like that, that membership platform and things. 
we we've created something that's seamless. I think I think that that's it. I've created something that's seamless. I've taken everything that I've seen other networking groups do, other other organizations do. What is it that I enjoyed about it? What is it that I didn't like about it? And how can I create something unique? So the onboarding experience, which actually goes back to your C also for my members, is very unique. Is, is mm -hmm. a, a, the way that we do things from the moment someone says, I want to, it's not even join, I want to belong to the first email they get, to who follows up with them, to all that. So there's a very strategic system, which I ne never really knew or thought it was a system until someone pointed it out to me and drew it out for me. And she's like, this, are the, this is the system because I'm not, I'm not a systems kind of person. I'm the idea person. I think that's mm -hmm. what happens a lot of times with entrepreneurs. Um, but also with entrepreneurs, what I would leave with this is say, if you're not a systems person or can do all that, don't want to do it, it goes back to you need to hire someone that does because you cannot run a business if you don't have systems. And believe me, that word systems, I would have never said it two years ago. So there you go. I'm doing better already. <laughs> You're rocking it. I love it. I love it. Well, well, Shana, I mean, it's been such a pleasure. Uh, I know, obviously, we, we met off a of clubhouse. It kind of caught my ear that uh, Ecuadorian background and, uh, you know, being adopted uh, from Ecuador, from the Ecuadorian side of things from my uh, stepfather. Um, you know, it really, a lot of, a lot of emotions come in there because I've been there and, and I've gotten a chance to get to know that culture and, and the cantadito, you know, the, the cantadito like type of speaking, right? Uh, for those of you who don't, it's like a kind of a singing rhythm. So Colombians, which my mom is uh, from birth, uh, is, is a little bit different than the Spanish speaking yeah. in, in Ecuador. So, um, but really, really cool. You know, how, how do people get a hold of you? So we want to make sure that as we get you back on the channel, as we promote this uh, over the next couple of weeks, we'll launch this this video out on our YouTube channel and LinkedIn and tag you on. What are some ways that people can get a hold of you and learn more about Fab Women and Shauna? Uh, I would love um, one of the easiest way is fabwomen.me. Um, and, and I did do that on purpose, fabwomen.me, because I want women to type in that they are fab. They are fearless, authentic, and bold. So fabwomen.me, that's my website, and they can get all the information about the events and who we are and email me or my direct email, Shana, S-H-A-N-N-A, -N -N -A, at fabwomen.me. And just let me know you heard us and you enjoyed it. What did you enjoy? And let's connect. That's awesome. So, and check out her books too. Are they on Amazon? Uh, yes, they are. Okay. There's a uh, call to lead. It's my newest book, uh, success strategies for women. And my first book was master the art of connecting uh, 30 tips for authentic conversation. Wow. Right. Well, it, it, it obviously is going past the regular, we, we all learn, right. Uh, form family, occupation, recreation, and message. <laughs> so, so you're going deeper. So yeah, make sure you grab Shana's book out there. Uh, thank you so much, Shana. Any last words that you'd love to leave with us, leave us with? And uh, we look forward to seeing you in the next six to 12 months. Oh yeah, that's going to be so much fun. Uh, John, no, I just, to all your listeners, I think what you're doing is fantastic. I've enjoyed, I get interviewed a lot, but the way that we've engaged and, and uh, connected is awesome. Um, so I think what you're doing, I can't wait to see what's happening in your life in six months. And for those out there that are listening and either, you know, have a, have an, a business and they're like, what am I doing? 
should I still do it? Do I need to go out and get a job? You know, it happens to all of us. And I, I don't know. I, I've heard it from some people that I admire. They're like, Shauna, it, I get days where I'm like, I need to throw in the towel and just go get a nine to five. You know, it happens. So just keep pushing. Just hang on to your why. Go back to your basics and hang on to your why. Remember why you started. And if that why, if that core still holds true to yourself, it still aligns with who you are, then just keep pushing because it's going to happen. I love it. Well, that's dropping the bombs on, on the clubhouse channel. I'm known as John, the bomb building yes. others means business. So, Hey, go ahead and subscribe to the channel. If you lasted this whole interview, I hope that you took some incredible notes, some nuggets and really leave us a comment as well. I know Shauna would love to just interact with you. You visit fabwomen.me and uh, you know, check her out and uh, everything else. So thank you so much, Shauna. I appreciate you coming on the Gopher CEO channel. We'll look to, to talk to you very, very soon. It's been a pleasure, John. Thank you.